Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. This week, we pay tribute to two Colts players from the past in very different ways. We are also going to give you a little insight into why we started this podcast and what we would like it to be. So here we go. All right, here we go. Liam says this is a weird episode. We'll see. Yes, I, I feel like it is. All right. Well, uh, first thing we want to do, we're going to go back and kind of recap uh, what we've covered so far. Uh, so here we go. First thing, Wentz. One and done. Yeah, he's like a UK basketball player <laughs> with the Colts. He's just yeah. uh, in it for one season and he's out. Yep. Probably for a good reason. Don't get winced. We'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that maybe. Uh, and then, because he left... We get a new QB. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Not not Aaron Rodgers. No, not Aaron Rodgers. No Jimmy Garoppolo. Nope. Not even Baker Mayfield. No. Nope. I feel like Matt Ryan's a really good fit, though. Yep, I do. I think that uh, he's going to round out the offense really well. And then, and then. Oh, my. We had this guy come in, Nick Foles. I feel like you're a Nick Foles fan. Uh, listen, we have a Super Bowl MVP as our backup quarterback. My goodness. He, I, I would say now he is better than at least a third of the, of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL for okay. the other teams. Okay. I can see. I can see that. I mean, like, uh, you take the bottom third of the quarterbacks, the starting quarterbacks in the NFL for the other teams. Nick Foles is better than them. So if Matt Ryan goes down for whatever reason, I'm not worried. Okay. Look yeah. at Nick Foles. That's okay. I I see that. All right. But I think it's the best move that fell into our laps uh, this offseason. Okay. And then we had the trade. Yasin for Ngakwe. We said, bye-bye to the coverage and hello to the rush. We need the rush. We need the rush. That was the one of the biggest things. We can't get to the quarterback. Darius Leonard can do so much from the linebacker position. Uh, some people might say that Darius Leonard is our entire defense, but... They are wrong. Now they are definitely wrong with Ngakwe. Yep. All right. And then the draft. Yeah. Chris Ballard. He does it again. Pulls a rabbit out of the hat again in the draft. No first-round pick, but... I I loved our draft this year. We got every position we needed. Yep. And the guys that we wanted in the position as well. Right. I, I think, you know, we... We got guys that people weren't high on, but they have huge upside. You know, Chris Ballard does what Chris Ballard does. He gets these guys, and you go, who's that? And then three years later, you go, oh, that guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Pittman Jr. is like, nobody really paid much attention coming out of college. He's good, though. Here he is. Now he's our number one. All right. And then the last thing, still hasn't happened. We need it to. Where are you, Julio? Julio. We need the Julio Jones. 
Or, or T.Y. I'm fine if we sign T.Y. again. Neither one has happened at this point. So our receiving core is very... Missing, missing a veteran. Yes, it's very young. We need a veteran. Yeah. And with Matt Ryan... Julio has the chemistry with him. I think it's the best move. Yep. He's still out there. And there's still talk of, is he going to go maybe to the Seahawks? Is he going to go maybe up to the Packers? Because they need a veteran. Right? Like, there's all of these questions about Julio, but he's not landing anywhere. No one's picking him up right now. Yeah. So, he's still out there. He's still available. Get it done. Come on, Colts. All right. Another thing that happened this week. Jonathan Taylor was nominated for two ESPY awards. What are the ESPYs? ESPYs are the ESPN, uh, basically the Oscars for ESPN. Yep, yep, sports awards, right? Yes. So uh, he got nominated for two ESPYs. Uh, let's go over those real quick and see what we think, see if he's got a chance. We'd love for him to have a chance and be able to come home with... Yes, I would I mean, love for, it to be at, for him to get an award. I feel like he was really close to the MVP, but his team didn't make the playoffs, and that's, yep. that's why he didn't get it. Right. I mean, he... He missed out on the MVP. He missed out on the um, on the offensive player of the year simply because they went with teams that made the playoffs and they didn't, right? Yep. Once again, thanks, Wentz. So um, here's the two categories he's nominated for in the ESPYs. First one, NFL player of the year, which you got your usual suspects here. You got Cooper Cup, Aaron Rodgers, who both won already, TJ Watt, which is hard to give to a defensive player, so that's why he's in there. And then Jonathan Taylor, who, in our opinion, should have gotten the MVP, yeah. but has to do with his team's performance. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what do you think? Does he have a chance there? I feel like he has a chance. I don't feel, I feel like uh, ESPN's not going give it, to give it to him, but who I do you really... Think it's, who do you think it's going to go to then? Probably Cooper Cup. Yeah, I would say so, probably. I think I think that if he has a chance anywhere, this is probably it. Um, the next category is a little bit more difficult uh, because it's the best breakthrough athlete. I I feel like this is a weird category because welcome to the like, welcome to the ESPYS. Yeah, it's a weird category because every sport does something different, right? And it's kind of hard to judge on athleticism right well that's what that's what espn does right mm -hmm. they, they judge athleticism across all these different platforms yeah. i mean they, there's like I, I think one of the sbs is like the best sports moment like how do you define that out yeah. of out of every year you have one moment there are so many moments in sports every single year exactly but your break it breakout athlete um nominees is trinity rodman from uh women's soccer uh Daughter of Dennis Rodman, Eileen yep. uh, Gu, the skier, big time, uh, big time breakout in the Winter Olympics this year, and then John Morant, John Morant from the Grizzlies, who had an extremely breakout year, his rookie year. Yeah, right. I think that's probably who it's going to go to. I really hope it's not, but probably. I think it might actually, because there's this big emphasis on Title IX and women's in sports, I think that it might go to Eileen Gu mm -hmm. um, or Trinity. I think Eileen Gu probably had a little bit more better breakout performance, you know, but the Olympics only happens every four years, so that, you know, that's kind of in her corner, right? Mm -hmm. We can only give it to her during Olympic years, and so 
um, you know, that's that might be work in her favor. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations on the nominee. Uh, congratulations on the nomination. I don't know if it's going to happen for him, but at least he's got the nominations at the ESPYs. Exactly. Lastly, we wanted to pay tribute. This past week, we learned the sad news that Tony Saragusa died at the age of 55. Too young for such a big guy to leave this place. He played seven years with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Seven years with the Colts and five with Baltimore. Yep. Uh, he won a Super Bowl with Baltimore. He, uh, you know, he had, he was a great presence, right? Yeah. I think the one thing that w- that I've, that I I remember and I've kind of read throughout this week is everybody loved Goose. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't somebody who was like, oh, I don't like him. Like, even if you were playing against him, now I saw Jeff Saturday on NFL Live talking about during, who played against him um, when Jeff Saturday was with the Colts and uh, Goose was with Baltimore at that point. Yeah, they're like head on. Yeah. He's like, during the breaks, the offensive, de- to offensive defensive lineman would like talk and stuff. And he talked about Goose just being this great storyteller. You know, he's this Italian dude and he's just like talking stuff yeah. and, you know, and uh, and he's making people laugh. Um, I think that one of the greatest uh, comments um, and tributes that I saw also was from uh, Jim Mercer, Colts owner. Uh, mm-hmm. He kind of gave this great uh, tribute and he said in, in Greece, they ask one question when you die and that is, did he have passion? Oh, yeah. Goose, he had passion. You can't say that he didn't have passion. He was huge guy, right? He's 6'4 and 300 some pounds, but his personality was like 10 feet tall. His yep. personality, even though he was a big guy, was just still so much bigger than him. So uh, we want to say our thoughts and our prayers go out to his family and uh, his network of people. Uh, we wish them all the best in this process of mourning. Uh, know that uh, the person that left this earth was a great person and left the earth uh, more joyful and uh, and bigger than when he came in. Yes. We talk about getting winced as a bad thing because of how the Colts season ended last year. But can it be a good thing to get winced? Hmm. Interesting. We still don't have sponsors, but you can email us at theunstableblues at gmail.com if you want to be a sponsor. Until then, we'll just keep talking about the things that we do. At Country Mountain Dogs, we desire to have dogs that fit your lifestyle, that are ready to go, ready to fit right into your family, that you never know that you needed until they came home. A family member that completes your family Quite possibly the only time you get to pick a family member is when you pick a dog. So visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Country Mountain Dogs or email countrymountaindogs at gmail.com. So uh, this past Father's Day, um, Carson went skiing to my old church in Indiana, uh, Traders Point, and um, kind of delivered a message. Um, 
about kind of his life and kind of his accomplishments and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they kind of had this set up for a little bit, and so uh, they didn't know that all the the stuff was going to happen with Wentz. He came back to Indianapolis and shared some of his story and some of his heart. It was really cool. Um, it's good to – I will say this. It's always – I think it's good to see – guys off the field in this situation yeah. right we talk about getting wins did we give you know we uh we kind of poke fun at the situation mm -hmm. but these are real human beings yeah just like you and me they have uh he's got a family he's got uh, daughters and a wife and all of these decisions on the field off the field impact him right he, yeah he was here for a year. You know how hard that is on a family to be there for a year and leave, yeah. right? Um, so, uh, real people. It's good to see them as real people. He got to share some of his heart. It was really cool. Uh, he has this AO1 um, foundation that he has where they do basically three things. Um, and one of them is they have a Haitian sports complex. Yeah. Like, I've been to Haiti mm -hmm. and... Uh, there's not a whole lot of places to play sports. Yeah. I remember playing soccer with kids on concrete. We were lucky it was concrete and not gravel. And they're yeah. in bare feet on yeah. burning concrete, playing mm -hmm. soccer, playing the hearts out, out playing me for sure. Yes. <laughs> but uh, he's been able to have this uh, sports complex where they put down turf and they have this actual place that teams with actual uniforms can show up and play and even when they haven't been able to be there during the pandemic, this organization, this complex is still running with Haitian workers and things like that because of the work that uh, Carson and his people has been, have yeah. been able to it's put amazing. into that. Um, then they also have this outdoor ministry. Yeah. It's like outdoors. He's from North Dakota. It's mm -hmm. like a big deal to him. Yeah. And sure. they, they take these kids with life-threatening illnesses and Get them in the outdoors so they have this sense of accomplishment. Yeah, it's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then he also has a food truck. Thank he has two food trucks. Mm -hmm. One in Philly, one in Indy. Right. What's it called? Thy Kingdom Crumb. Thy Kingdom Crumb. All right, yeah. That Instead of Thy Kingdom Come, all right, okay. I like yeah. that. A little play on words there. Mm -hmm. they, they, they offer this food. They offer free food. And it's not just like terrible food, like... It's good food. Yeah. Like good quality um, food truck food. But it, they offer it for free and they offer prayer and support for people uh, during that while they're there. They have like prayer teams. They have people to talk to you, uh, talk with you uh, while you're eating this amazing free food. And I think this is great. You know? Yeah. Like it goes back to the, to the missionary thing. Like so many times, so many missionaries... I've talked to, they say, you can feed their soul all you want, but if they can't, if you're not feeding them, how much of an impact is it going to have? Yeah. Right? They can't hear the message that you are delivering over the sound of their growling stomachs. Yeah. I love that. So, and then, you know, who knows? You got one in Philly, you got one in Indy, maybe there's one in DC now. Maybe. I mean, that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, a hurting community in DC, like DC is one of those places. It's so segmented you have this uh, large disparity between the upper class and the lower class not much middle class in dc you got the government workers and then you got the regular people 
so uh, be great to see Carson be able to bring those people together. Yeah, that would be really cool. The big thing he talked about, though, was identity, mm -hmm. right? So much of Carson's career has been marked through uh, disappointments, we will say. Yeah. Right? It, they, that one year they went to the Super Bowl, he was on track to be the MVP. He was MVP. He got injured before the Super Bowl. Right. And so he won the Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl ring. He has a trophy and all these things. Yeah. But as he said, he was just in street clothes. Mm-hmm. You know? And then uh, he came into to Indy. I mean, he had the disappointing end in Philly. He came into Indy, reunited with Frank Reich. Uh, all these great possibilities. They came so close, but it didn't didn't get it done. Now he's traded. So yeah. he talked about uh, the idea of identity, right? So many people just see him as a football player. Right? Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, the football player. He's like, that's not who I am. Yeah, no. Like... Football is what I do. Yeah, and it, it's what I do for a living. Right. but And it's definitely allowed him to do so much more through these different exactly. things in his organization. Yeah. But he's not going to allow himself to be defined as a football player. No. Right? There are other things more important than that. Yeah. First, he's a follower of Jesus. Yes. And that's that's number one for him. And then he's a, a husband. And he's a father. Right? Mm -hmm. These things he views as definitely more important than football. Football allows... Yeah these things to happen but who he is is not a football player so yes. i want to ask you as a sports person somebody who plays sports what that means for someone of his caliber to say those things uh, for you well i mean i've always not necessarily dreamed but i've always wanted that recognition of oh wait you're that person that does that sports but from him he is that person, but he's not, like, taking it that way. He's saying, yes, I am a football player. That's not who I am, though. I am not the fo I'm not Carson Wentz, the football player. I'm Carson Wentz, the follower of Jesus, the father, the husband. And I think that's amazing how all these people want all the recognition, right? They want all the recognition and everything that they can take. But Carson has decided to put that aside and put his family and um, God first. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many, um, so many things to learn from that. Uh, even in just if you're not an athlete, just what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Don't what don't let what you do define you. Let what you do be what you do. But let that be the pathway for you to be who you were created to be, which is a creation of Jesus in yep. the image of God. That is what we are all designed to be and can be if we put our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ. Yep. I think that's amazing that he was able to deliver that message, I do as well. uh, especially in a, in a place that, you know, has some rather disappointment uh, labeled on him um, mm -hmm. back in Indy, but yet to be winced in that kind of way is pretty amazing. Yeah. I agree 100%. Well, would you believe that this podcast was all my wife's idea? The soul of a family on a plate for you to enjoy with your family. Mabia's Chicken and Waffles serves up the perfectly paired combination of sweet, salty, and savory hand-breaded 
fried chicken tenders, and homemade waffles. We pride ourselves on old-fashioned service and southern hospitality. And don't leave without trying Daddy's Devil Egg Salad. It's the salad that tastes like dessert. All right, the question that probably everyone's dying to know is why did you start this podcast? Oh, wait, maybe no one's asking that question. Yeah, I but, don't know. Uh, I mean, like, we're just a couple guys in Texas that are, like, from Indiana, love the Colts, and mm-hmm. want to talk about football, but why did we decide to do this? I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you guys aren't asking that, but we're going to tell you anyways. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, so me, me and my dad love to talk about um, football. Like, yep. Well, specifically our team, the Colts, right? Because yep. we're from Indiana, from Indianapolis. That's our hometown. Yep. And even though we live in Houston, not Houston. What am I talking about? <laughs> even though we live in Texas, we still love the Colts, and we like to follow along with them. And yep, we have um, discussions about the Colts all. Pretty much anything. Yeah. Football related. Exactly. Colts. Colts. Anything football, anything major that's going on in the NFL. And we just like to have conversations about it. Yep. So. I don't know. We decided to just, well, no, actually it was, it was my wife's idea. Yes. Your mom's idea. Say, Mm -hmm. hey, instead of doing this around the dinner table, why don't you go record this and, and make a podcast out of it yeah and my my brain was just like why didn't we think of this before why didn't we do this before we like so then we started doing some research doing like and we realized no one else does this no they're like from what we can see they're all like professional like uh professional sportscasters or analysts or all these things that do these podcasts there's nobody who's just no just random people that like do podcasts just because they enjoy talking about football right there's no fan like podcasts that yeah i think that's a little weird yeah much less some a father-son team yeah you know yeah like it's 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 a great thing to be able to uh to share the bond to do the thing together Mm -hmm. um you know we do things we talk about ahead of time. Sometimes we don't talk about ahead of time anymore yeah. because we like to just, just shoot it from the hip. It. Yeah. See what happens. Sometimes that results in us talking over each other and you're confused because you can't hear what's happening. You know. Yeah. But it's fun. That, that's what makes it good. Yep. We, we want you guys to see our personality in this yeah. and know that like we love each other we care about each other we care about the colts mm-hmm. we're passionate about the colts yeah maybe a little bit to a fault <laughs> like we will always pick the colts um even in the face of certain doom yes but that's just we love the colts right even when it comes to the chargers game yeah we're picking the Chargers, but we really want the colts yep like when it comes to that week like this late in the season if the colts are on a roll if the Colts are on a roll going into that game, it's a home game. I'm picking yep. the Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we just wanted you guys to be able to share in this experience with us. Uh, and we want you guys to still be a part of it. So uh, whether that's emailing us, uh, commenting on the Instagrams, um, 
and uh, whatever like that. We want to hear from you guys. We want you guys to be a part of this. We want to expand our family as if we needed to do that. By the way, did you know that we are a family of nine? Yes, seven kids. Seven kids, and we still have time to be able to do this somehow in our day. I don't know. I don't know. It's, once again, the graciousness of my wife. Mm Mm-hmm. So we want you guys to be involved in this. We want to expand our family even more and want you guys to be a part of this. Want this to be this kind of fan thing that we can do together. So if you're a fan of the Colts, uh, you love uh, this. Even if you don't love what we do, tell us. Tell us how we can get better. We would love to be able to interact with you, talk with you, especially as the season gets closer. Uh, We're going to be doing this like every week. We're going to be um breaking down games as best we can we're not nfl analysts but no, but i mean we have good football knowledge i think we can we can do it yeah yeah we we just love to do it and let's face it when we're not analysts you're not you're gonna hear stuff here that you're not gonna hear other places yeah i mean you're gonna hear uh some of the analysts kind of talk because we've picked it up but you're also gonna hear you know some stuff that's just from a pure fan perspective like we loved this moment because of what this meant for the organization whatever it might be Mm -hmm. you know um and uh we still like to pay attention to what's going on in all the nfl but then also you know we like these moments uh we love these moments where we get to pay tribute to goose right yeah we love these moments where we get to honor jonathan taylor and his nominations, mm-hmm. right? These little moments that we pay attention to things just Very a little special. bit that we get to connect uh, everybody together, uh, the fans and the organization together um, in a unique way right here on our podcast. Yeah. So I, I couldn't agree more. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much all that we have for this week. Next week, we are going to take a break for the 4th of July. So enjoy your burgers and blowing stuff up. Uh, we'll be back the following weeks with some more craziness of some kind. Yep. This is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable. And now, we're going to go jump in our pool. Oh.